So here we are. I've got my friend KJ on with me. You guys may remember her from a past episode where she told us all about her paranormal friend at her grandparents' house. What was his name? Did it start with an H? Uh, no, Frank. Frank. Uh, my grandpa's name was Harold. Uh, so you were close. The ghost was Frank. Oh, <laughs> Frank and Harold. Frank in Harold's house. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> But KJ is a crazy cat lady who doesn't claim that because it's really her husband, Patches, that collects all the cats. <laughs> but she has how many cats now? Uh, there are five cats in our house right now. I'm trying to keep it that way. <laughs> uh, we have Rody, uh, named uh, because uh, we adopted him the weekend that Iron Man 3 came out. Uh, we have Grayson, uh, who is named because we op- adopted him on International Batman Day. <laughs> Such a nerd. Uh, and then Amelia and Melody Pond from our favorite Doctor Who season. And uh, Jaina, which was uh, the name of Leia's daughter in the Star Wars uh, novels. So we are, we're huge nerds and, and, and you know, we, we get more cats and give them more nerdy names as the longer we stay together. <laughs> I love that. I totally love that. And for those of you that also don't know, KJ is the the ringleader of the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast that I'm on from time to time, and I'm always promoting on my social sites. Yes, we always love having So you. definitely check that out. She's on all the major podcast apps. Always a good time. Always fun to get nerdy with you. Thank you. And you know what? Uh, to, to add a little uh, credence to my cat-loving life, I'm also the kitty correspondent for Pet Pals TV, <laughs> which is on uh, in 28 28- markets now uh we're we're getting big oh really i didn't even know that that's yeah. awesome yeah i mean we're not as cool as you be, to be on amazon prime yet but uh we're getting there oh stop stop it <laughs> but i love you one really cool thing um that kj is that i don't know if many people know this about her but you are a pet Reiki healer, correct? Uh, yes, I you know I've I've never really done it as a profession, but uh, Reiki was fascinating to me, and as I I learned it, if you are unfamiliar with Reiki, it's basically uh, healing with your hands. But I I figured out that I really liked working with pets way more than humans because humans have expectations, like this is going to magically make everything better for me. <laughs> And cats and, and and dogs are like, hey, this is just kind of nice. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so how did you learn how to do this? Did you go in for classes? Is it something you learned online? To become uh, a Reiki healer, you, you need to work with a, a master, a Reiki master who can attune you. And basically what they're doing when, when we're born, we are open to everything. And then we get told that we're seeing things or we, you know, we don't have an imaginary friend or we, you know, we get, we're conditioned to, to kind of shut those channels down. Amen to that. Right. Uh, Yeah. And so what a a Reiki master does is basically open that back up in you so that you can, um, you can receive and give 
energy and I, I explain it to people in the, in the simplest form, even if you're not attuned, you are capable of doing this because we all know how much better we feel when someone hugs us. Oh. That's an energy transfer. That's laying on of hands. So, I mean, you definitely want to get attuned so that you can open yourself up to um, being able to completely, you know, receive the energy from the universe and allow it to just flow through you and share it with other people and, and other pets. And you can share it to events going on in the world. I actually have a Reiki box right now that is set up with the in, intention to just sort of protect protect the world at this time and send energy where it needs to go. So it's it's really kind of cool what you can do with it. Um, it's it's kind of all about getting attuned, which there's, so there's four different levels. I'm I'm a second degree, which means that I can send distance uh, Reiki. What? Um, and if I wanted to uh, do- No, I didn't know that was something you could do from a distance. Yeah, you didn't know that? That was, uh, that was why I decided to go into the second degree. Um, I haven't really felt the need to go um, into the third or master level, although I've had a lot of people that you know want me to, because if I was a master, that I could, that I could attune them and they could do it too. But at a at a second degree, you are attuned and you're uh, given some symbols, and I, I can't tell you what they are because it's kind of part of the the Reiki way. Top secret shit. <laughs> and I mean, you, at this point, you can Google it because you know people don't respect these kind of things anymore. Well. <laughs> um, but if they're not gonna, those symbols aren't gonna do you any good if you haven't been attuned to them. Uh, so I got attuned so that I could do that. And that is really what launched me into being able to work with, with pets, because um, as you know, I mean, you know, sometimes uh, your dog wants all the snuggles in the world. And sometimes your dog wants you to not touch it, depending on how sensitive an animal is to Reiki. Some of them will want your hands just on them and they just like melt into it. And some of them want to sit somewhere in the room near you but not have you touch them. And with the distance Reiki, I'm able to, you know, work with, with cats and, and dogs. And I haven't really worked with any other animals, but I could if someone needed me to, oh, wow. to just sort of uh, tune into them and, and do my best to send them the energy that they need to heal. So is this, is, is pet Reiki different than human Reiki? Um, not necessarily. There's different, uh, you know, there's, uh, certain positions that you want to, you know, put your hands in, sort of from start to finish. If you if you go in for a Reiki treatment, um, there's a very systematic way of making sure that you put your hands in the right places to move the energy through the body. And with pets, it's just a little bit different on where you where you put your hands. I like I like working with cats. They have an extra chakra. What? <laughs> yes. So cats have an extra chakra, and it's actually that chakra is what bonds them to their loved ones. So it bonds them to their humans. It bonds them to other pets in their life. Uh, it's like literally a chakra for, for connecting. And uh, which is part of the reason that I, I think that, you know, cats are, are so psychic and able to pick up on a lot more and able to really tune in with their humans is they actually have the chakra that is that is specifically there that you can go in and open up and kind of help them if they're locked into a, you know, a, a prey mode where they're scared because something has happened and you can kind of work with that chakra to remind them that, that you're a, you're a human that they're connected to and they can trust. Oh, wow. Now, speaking of the, the 
the paranormal, the psychic part of this extra chakra of cats or kittens or whatever. Um, you, your cats are really mm-hmm. attuned to the paranormal world, and I want to know more about that. Yeah, they are. We've always had, you know, we, we've always felt very connected when our cats have crossed over. We have, we've, you know, felt their presence and and recognized different, you know, oh that that was their favorite toy and now it has moved to a different room and they're not here anymore. So how did that happen? But when uh, Melody came in, she really kind of rocked our world and kind of took it to a whole new level. Uh, And I think it was because to add a little backstory to this, um, a year before we got Melody, we lost two of our cats exactly a month apart and they were Mm -hmm. both very sudden um, and they were really a they were a connection to the very first cat that we had had together in our relationship. So when we lost them, it was you know sort of like a, a, a part of us was really gone because we had always you know we we were living with with pets who had lived with our first pet, uh, and now that was over. And so that was it was a it was a it was a not something I was ever anticipating, like, oh, it's going to be so hard when Riley and Nandy pass because they were connected to Reggie. And what's that going to mean for us? But when it happened, it kind of, you know, it, it, yeah, you, it's that grief you get in your gut where I, I wasn't expecting this. Right. And so we, you know, we struck, we struggled a lot with what to do. And do we get another do we get another cat so quickly? Like, is is that selfish? Is that, you know, are we just kidding ourselves that that's going to make the grief better? And so what happened, as you know, uh, shelters are never short on pets who need to be adopted, right? Right, right. <laughs> so we decide, uh, there was a day, it was a, a couple weeks after Nandy had passed, and we decide, you know what, it was, it was International Adopt-A-Pet Day. And we're like, this is a sign. We need to go. Yes. Today we're going to go. And not because we're not because necessarily because we're we're grieving and we think that this will replace what we've lost, but because we can bring some joy to another animal, we have the capacity to do that. Let's do it. This is a symbolic day. Uh, Kitsy, we went two different. I'm sorry, three different places. We went to a shelter and then we went to two stores that adopt out for shelters and no one had cats. There were no cats available to adopt. Which is wonderful, (laughs) but not for you. (laughs) Right. I'm like, what do you mean? Like I got myself all ready for this. And so we were like, okay, that's fine. The one shelter we went to, I shouldn't say they didn't have cats, but we were five minutes past the time that they allow people to adopt. So we couldn't have a cat. And then the other places were like, oh, we don't have cats. (laughs) So um, so we're like, okay, you know, that's a sign. Fine. We go, we're like, well, let's wait till the weekend. This is going to be fine. We'll wait until Friday. Then we have all weekend to, you know, sort of onboard this new animal in our life. We go that Friday night and no cats. Oh my God. Again, like... (laughs) The shelter wasn't adopting. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. I'm an animal advocate. This is insane. And so um, I was, I mean, I was really, really devastated. Yeah. Um, and so we decided, you know, you know, like, you know what, we're gonna, we're just gonna let this be. Let's just go get dinner. 
let's just like, it is what it is. The universe is sending us a message. It's not time. So we went and we, um, we were having a drink and, and decided, uh, there was a, a, a pet smart near us that we hadn't been to. And we were like, let's go in there just to get, you know, like we'll get our cats some toys and stuff. It'll make us happy to be in there. Right. And we walked in there and I, I have never had an experience like this in my life. We walked in and I saw Melody and it was like this like rush of energy, like in the movies when they like kind of like show what it's like when your mind is racing and images are coming to you like super fast and you're like, what is happening? It literally all came back to me that the night before I had had a dream and my mother had visited me. And my mother has net, she never visits me in my dreams. I, I honestly really don't, I, I don't get very many, many visits from my mom and, and, and that's okay. Cause I think she's just, you know, like. And your mother has passed. Yes. My, yeah, my mother has passed. So in this, in this dream that like rushed back to me so quickly, I remember we were walking through this it was a shelter and it was kind of like in a barn and there were so many cats. And I'm like, here's where all the cats are. (laughs) Um, And it was like stacks. And she never said anything to me, but she pointed up in the air and I looked up and there was this little kitten sitting like on top of a cage. And I reached up to her and she jumped down to me and I kid you not, it was Melody. Wow. And I screamed in the store. I was like, oh my God, that's her. She's right there. She's right there. That's her. That's her. And you know, my, my poor husband's like, okay. <laughs> so True patches I think form. we'll take that one. <laughs> you know, the, the uh, clerk comes over and he's like, you know, do you guys want to adopt? And I was like, that that kitten right there is coming home with us. Whatever we have to do, like get the paperwork going, give her to me. She's mine. <laughs> uh, and he said, oh, this is so interesting. She, uh, she's only been here for like maybe three hours. Uh, they, you know, they, she had like a three hour drive to get here. And then she's maybe been here three hours. Uh, and so had we gone looking on any of those other days for Melody, she wouldn't have been there yet. no. And so, like, I truly believe my mother was orchestrating getting us the cat that we needed because we ended up, we named her Melody because it was like she put a song in my heart. The second that I saw her, it it was just, I can't even explain it. It was so perfect. And just to have to then explain it to my husband, like, why I'm having this emotional reaction. I'm like, um... My mom picked her out for us. <laughs> I'll explain more when we get home. Sign the paperwork. Sign it now. Uh, and so, yep, just sign the paperwork. Because the guy was like, yeah, there's a couple other people interested in her. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> that cat is mine. You know what? It's it, it, We're coming up on two years um, since we adopted Melody. Her uh, adoption day is, is just a couple days away. And actually... Um, I've been seeing lots of pictures of my cats that pass show up in my memory. So it's, it's funny that we're talking about this now because I've been so um, connected to my, uh, my two cats that passed a couple years oh, ago, wow. just in the last few days. But, but Melody is so psychic, 
so in it, it is incredible to watch her and i just want to like see through her eyes you know because yeah. she sees and she feels so much and i mean there was even a point where she, i mean like she's never been afraid of anything in her life and and we had i'm not going to say who it was cuz it was a family member but we had a, a a family member that was visiting um and she was terrified like I mean, oh. like running around the house and hiding and her eyes, it, her eyes were popping out of, you know, like, just like dilated and you could see her little heart was racing. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And, and when this family member left, it was like, she went back to normal. I was like, she was wow. having a reaction to, you know, this person. And then we come to find out a little bit later, this person who was in our house was it struggling with a really, really deep depression that had a lot of anger attached to it. Oh. And so it was like, she was someone that she loved was scaring the crap out of her. Yeah. And she didn't know what to do with it. it, it it's been one thing after another. And I'm trying to think of, can you jog my memory and what we were just talking about? There was another Melody story that just happened. Did I, I had another dream about her. I Oh God, know. it was something that was super weird. I'm Alzheimer's years old. I knew when you first got Melody that she was seeing things that you were not and you were slightly concerned. Yes. And so we, um, we, we you know, that was her, our first um, clue into um, she is, uh, she's, she's sensitive. So we actually, uh, we have a really, uh, a great friend who has been, I mean, it's not like she became a pet communicator. She's been able to communicate with pets her whole life. And, um, we've been friends for about 20 years and I actually enlisted her help to talk to us about, you know, like, how can we help Melody? Because she's, she's clearly experiencing, something that that we don't understand um you know and she said immediately she's that yet yeah, she is she is absolutely psychic um she is seeing she was seeing a lot of our other pets who had passed oh but wow. she was also seeing a lot of people not only that we're connected to but there's uh, a, a a native american uh guy who uh he mostly just stands at the top of our stairs and, and, and Wait, at us. <laughs> he's, how do you he, know this? Not, you don't know this? No. Oh my gosh. Yes. He's been here the whole time. I shouldn't say he glares. It's almost like the, it's just this sort of like confused, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> and you know, I, but yeah, but Melody was, I had never told anybody that because I had felt it, you know, and I talked to my husband about it um, and he's not, he's not as sensitive and he's a little, you know, he's not skeptical. He's just not like diving into exploring that right type of, you know, world. Um, so I'm like, Hey, you know, this house we moved into, there's a, we, we've got a, a, a an older Native American man who's, who's who, who li clearly lived here first. <laughs> clearly. Um, I don't know what that's going to mean for us. But, but yeah, I I hadn't thought about him in a while because he, he doesn't make as many appearances as, as he did when we first moved in. Um, but she was describing him to our pet communicator friend. And I was like, well, 
she is a hundred percent seeing the between the veil at, at because wow. that that guy has been on on these grounds as long as we have, and I've never talked to anybody about it. So wow. I had to kind of walk her through like this. He's not going to hurt you, and and really walk her through. Um, you know, the different people that may come and the different pets that may come because to her, they were, everything was, is as real to her as we are real to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, we kind of had to work through like, these are, you know, these are the, you know, the humans that are in body who love you and are going to take care of you. And, you know, there are going to be other people that you see that aren't in body and they're not going to hurt you. Um, but to really, you know, I mean, she was, gosh, I think she was like 16 weeks old at the time. She was like a little baby. Yeah. Just having in this influx uh, of psychic energy. And, uh, you know, and one of the things in the, the piece to the puzzle was that, you know, she was, she was chosen specifically for us and that she needed to be more aware of the emotions that we were going through. And, and, and that was why she came to us was in that as she grew into an adult, she would be able to handle it more. Now she has a freaking blast. Like she's <laughs> running around the house, chasing things all the time. She's got this little tiny meow and she's always, you know, talking shit to, to things in the air that we're like, I don't know who's here, but. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. So she's always like, me, 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 me you know, to have a pet like that who can um, not only be as connected to you as their human as they are, but to really give you that validation that things happen in the right time and the right place and, and that we are, we are connected on a bigger level is it's, it's fascinating and so reassuring. And part of the reason I like to do Reiki with animals is to try and help other pets be that 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 connected to their human. That's amazing. I I have I'm curious if like adults, you know, a lot of children see spirits and things like that. I wonder as she gets older if it'll go away or if she was just born that way and will always see that kind of thing, kind of like a psychic medium. You know, it's just that was her calling. Well, she is uh 2 years old now and I have a video from just a couple of hours ago where she was on the stairs and it was probably Mr. Uh, Native American. Uh, and she was like playing and talking and looking around and just like going crazy. And I, you can hear me in the video go, who's here, Melody. And, she, but she, she's so playful about it now. Like it was a scary thing for her at first. Yeah. And now, you know, it's her normal. So at this point, I, I she has not lost that ability by any means. And I think, you know, it, being able to, you know, to, to have some, you know, I'm sure that there are probably some people listening who are like, what uh, is, is this for real? But <laughs> to have that, that dream that I had with my mother yes. and then to have that dream that I had with my mother, to have the confirmation that, you know, like, we weren't getting cats because we weren't meant to get cats because that cat wasn't here yet. You know, like there were so many things that, you know, we, I think we were able to prepare and be able to help her deal with what 
what she was seeing and what her reality was. So, oh my gosh, I have to tell you that I now I remember the Melody dream because oh. it was it was hysterical. So it ties back into um, uh, some grief. My uh, my grandfather passed away last year, who is my my mother's father, and we. Um, were it was you know I mean I I think you know people know when when you have like a really strong um, patriarch and it was just sort of the glue of the family yeah so there was a there was a lot a, a lot of grief just across like it, it, our entire family just you know confusion but my my uncle who was really close to uh, my mother they uh, as brother and sister they were super bonded and he's had a really hard time you know, with my mom passing and then losing his dad. And so I, um, I had had a conversation with him and, you know, kind of just a like, Hey, I'm here for anything that you need. And then that night I had a dream that my mother came to visit and my uncle came to visit and we were having the most magical time. Like it was like sitting around the kitchen table, catching up very like, normal like sequence dream Um, and I was so happy because my mom never talks to me and so I was just like oh I got my mom and I got my uncle and this is so great and then my uncle said he had to go and my mother gave him Melody and said take her with you and he left with my cat unacceptable and I woke up and I was like what the fuck, mom? (laughs) You come to visit me and then you give my cat away? (laughs) So for like, I kind of like sat on it for a few days and I'm I'm laughing about it, but I'm also like, that's so disturbing to me that this cat that my mother gave me, that like I was trusted with, that she would come again and and like, just be like, oh, take her, take her with you. Um, it's like she's trying to tell you he needs her because she's obviously got a bond to this cat and there's no way you're giving her up, but maybe it's time for him to buy a cat. Well, he has, he has like five cats and four dogs. I, I text him and said, and told him about the dream. And I said, so the next time you visit, I'm going to be checking your suitcase before you leave. <laughs> He said, you should be checking my suitcase when I get there for incoming cats. (laughs) um, But as it's sort of like what you said, Kitsy, like as we really, uh, you know, talked about it, I talked with him. I said, you know, like it was just sort of this another like feeling that I had. And I, you know, I just said to him, I said, my mom wanted me to give you the same love that she gave me. Oh, that's what that was. As, oh, as powerful as the gift of melody. I'm just like, I'm going to cry as powerful as the gift of melody was for me. That was her sign to me that, you know, like, don't give him your cat, but, but give him that love. Yeah. He needs you because he doesn't have me. And so that was, as we talked through it, I'm like, this totally makes sense. And my God, Melody is just the like most amazing psychic cat that she would she would also join in that dream and be like, yeah, you need to like 
pass this on to him. And so since then, I've been, you know, I, I've been much more aware. He and I don't talk a lot, but I've been much more aware of of, of checking in and making sure that I'm sort of sharing that um, part of me with with him. Oh, that's so great. Oh, well, this this is a feel-good episode. I love this. Thank you so much for sharing these stories with us. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I Thank you so much, KJ. You're the best. And I love that we have this weird little thing in common. And you've taught me so much, honestly. And I appreciate the shit out of you, girl. Oh, I love you. I can't wait to hug you. I so know. I'm going to send you some... some... I'm going to send you some Reiki that's going to feel like a hug. <laughs> I need it. I need it. All right. All okay. Right. Take you. care, girl. Send patches my love, too. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone well maybe yours too if you like the show and would like to support us visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles every little bit helps with both the podcast and the tv show you can also support us by watching oddity files on amazon prime it's free to prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't you can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers, family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma. Your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a sec, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear. Go. Get. Serious. I'm out of here.